0: Revelation chapter 5, verse 1 through 10. When you have it, say amen. Amen. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seal thereof? And no man in heaven nor on earth, neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain, "...having seven horns and seven eyes, which were the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden veils full of odors, which are the prayers of saints." And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for Thou was slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. You may be seated. You know we were singing and giving praise this morning, and one of the songs that was played was "I Need You." How many? How many need Him this morning? And then you said, "My hallelujah belongs to You, and You deserve it." Do you believe that today? Then you said, I give you all of the glory. I give you all of the praise. So let me take the time to express, I love you. Are you taking the time to give that expression to our Father and Jesus Christ? Are you really saying within your spirit, I love you? Did you come to give him that type of praise and honor? Amen. You know, just in looking with communion, and 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 Minister DJ and his wife passing out, all I was thinking about is when well, I went to this previous church, and he was passing out communion, and there were so many people in there that they didn't have enough, and you'd see usher so raise his hand, saying somebody go back there and get some more. I'm waiting on that day, saints. I'm waiting on the day the minister to raise his hand. Ain't got no more crackers. Yeah. That we can fellowship and give him all the praise yeah. Yeah. and give yeah. him all the glory and let him know that it belongs to you. This morning, we want to focus on verse nine where it says, God worthy. Yeah. And our subject this morning is being worthy. Being worthy. Now, what does it mean to be worthy? And if y'all don't mind, I'm, I'm going to try to take my time. But what does it mean to be worthy? Worthy means to be of value. If it's, it's one thing we want, is we want to be of value. Or what we go by, we want it to be of value. How I mean, you know, if you go to Ikea, it is not as much value as if you go to some other store. Worthy means to be deserving. It means to be useful. Now, I'll say this. My wife is of value to me. She is deserving of me. Amen. And we are useful to each other. Amen. We know without question Jesus was and is worthy to do what he did. Amen. Jesus proved himself by example. Hebrews tells us, it is written to me, O God, to do thy will. No one else in heaven, no one else in earth, no one else under the earth, they could not open or even look upon the book. There was a cry saying, worthy is the lamb that was slain. We know Jesus' blood was shed that we might be redeemed. It's all because of what he did. When Jesus was here, he declared he was the I am. Didn't he do it? Y'all going to preach with me today. He said, I am alpha and omega. I am the beginning and the end. I am the first and the last. Besides him, there is no other. When we received Christ, we too became worthy. I'm going to say that one more time. When we received our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we too became worthy. We became of value and deserving the Father God and Jesus Christ. In spite of emotions and feelings, in spite of what you have done, or regardless of who you are, if you have Christ in you, you are his and you are deserving and of much value to God. Amen. Jesus said, I am not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. Since we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, it means Jesus came for us all. We are the ones he came for that we may obtain this salvation. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the truth, the way, and the life. Without Jesus, there is no life. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I am the door of the sheep. Without Christ, there is no light, and there is no door. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I am the true vine. In fact, Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. All of the I ams that Jesus said, it means he is the door. He is the key. He is the opportunity. He is the chance to have and receive eternal life. In fact, Jesus is the only way anyone can receive anything pertaining to life. Because of what Jesus has done, we can make this decree saying, I am the righteousness of God. When we say I am the righteousness of God, we are saying I am and can live the right way. Because of Jesus, we are worthy. Can I, can I get a witness in here somehow? Amen. I mean, it, it seems to it's not getting quiet on me. Let's go a little deeper. What are some of the things that we are worthy of? Everything given to us in Christ. Amen. Whether it is healing, whether it's gifts or blessings, it is because of Jesus we have been found worthy. Under no other name could we say these I am's, whether it's I am healed, whether it's meekness, or being blessed, except by the name of Jesus. Y'all know who I'm talking about today? Except by the name of Jesus, we could not be even highly favored. Now what? Favor means to be in support. Favor means to be regarded kindly. One person said it is to pardon of guilt is favor. So as God's children, we are highly regarded by God. We are highly supported by Jesus and the word of God. And because of Jesus, we have been highly pardoned of the wrong guilt committed to God or against God. So when we read these things, do we think about what we are saying? Do we really think about what we're saying when we make this decree unto our Father? Do we understand what it means to speak these things? I am victorious. This means victory. When when you win a race, do do you walk around... I just won the race. (laughs) No, are you happy about it? I mean, you you got bragging rights. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We are victorious. The Bible says we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors. I am alive. Are you happy that you woke up this morning? Are you glad that you know Jesus? Because that's what's being alive. I'm alive in Christ. Are you happy about that? Or is it, you you know, Melissa, I I woke up this morning. I started on my way. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, that's how some folks really, until they had their coffee, Your coffee should be Jesus. In him we live and move and have our being. Without him, I can do nothing. But I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I am his child, and he is my father. Listen, everybody... Everybody is somebody's child. Either you a child of the devil or you a child of God. I am in Christ and Christ is in me. Do you acknowledge this or do you deny it? Just to give you a few words that Jesus said in Matthew 10, But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. That's the strong thing. You mess around and start denying him. I don't want to deny him and get denied. Have Have you ever went to go get something and they put a stamp on your paper? Denied. I do not want to go before Father. The books is open, everything I've done in the book, and I get a, denied. Oh no, oh no. To cap it off, here are two things Paul said. In 2 Timothy 2.12, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. How many of y'all want to reign? But do you know what I mean? Pastor, you could have let that out. No, I can't because it's written. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. You know, Jesus told Peter, before the cock crows twice, you can deny me three times. Oh, we think that's so, wow. How many times did you deny him? Huh? And when Peter did it, he did not have all of that which was needed. But we got everything. Yeah. But yet we still do some denying. I know not the man. Well, Pastor, how do we deny him? We deny him in, in, in the way we act. <laughs> and the works, works, oh, Titus 1 16 said, they profess that they know God as we do, but in works, they deny him being abominable and disobedient and under every good work reprobate. So you see, even in the things that God is telling us to do, we got to do them. Don't deny them. How many got some work to do on yourselves this morning? I know I do. Confessing one thing and living another is not going to cut it. The life you speak is the life you should be living. A songwriter said, it is all because of Jesus we are here. I mean, it's not because of your denomination. It is not because of your religion. It's not because of the family that you were born in that you're here. It's all because of Jesus. Jesus allowed you to get up this morning. He died that you could get up this morning. And just in case you didn't know this, behind confessing who you say you are and what you say you are doing, there is testing and trials of what you say you believe. I hear you rousing. I got a few amens when I was asking for a little later, but now not that I'm going to get tested, I, I don't know. Well, did you know when I said or took the call as being a pastor, I am tested by those I love the most. Who do I love the most? I'm so glad y'all here. (laughs) I love y'all the most. But don't y'all know y'all test me? How, Pastor? That's another subject. Parents who raise children, did you know you are tried and tested by those very children? Huh? Let Let me get a little deeper. Mothers, those same children you cared for nine months are the ones you thought were so cute are the same ones that get on your last kind of nerve. That if you had a chance, you would. <laughs> Did you think that when you had them that you was gonna be tried and tested as you are? You are so selfish and self-centered and <laughs> But boy if you could hear what God has to say about you. To the point that Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In the kingdom, in Christ, be saved just because you say you are worthy or meek or highly favored. Just because you say you are his child, just because you declare you are in Christ, does not mean you will not be tried and tested by those words. Darkness is going to come after the sun goes down, whether you believe it or not. You can sit outside and watch the sun go down and don't think it's still going to be sunny when the sun goes down. Trials are going to come whether you speak it out loud or not. Did you hear me? Whatever you believe, you're going to be tried by whether you say it or not. When I say you will be tried by what you say, if you believe you are the righteousness of God, a test is coming. Well, Pastor, you could have stopped about 10 minutes ago. We've been all right. Telling me I'm the righteous and I'm worthy and, 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 and what I should be saying, but now you're going to tell me I'm going to be tried by it. Everything you say in a decree, when we say it, you're going to be tried by those words. And it's time for us to stop shaking it off. So, how can I handle the trial and tribulation and still say I am the righteousness of God? Because, see, I, I want to say it. I enjoy it. I think it's what we should say as a reminder. But if I'm betrayed by it, I don't know if I want to speak that. But I'm here to give you something that you can recognize that even though you say it, you still have what you need to go through a trial. What do I need? First, let's look at 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto. My studying is not to prove myself unto you, but it's unto God. A workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In order to get the strength you need, in order to have the ability, you must be fed with food that will help with that task. How I many you know candy and ice cream is good, but it will not help you in a race? If you run a race, you need food with substance. You need some broccoli. You need some steak. Somebody be saying, I want some pork chops. I didn't say pork chop, pork chops. But you want something with substance. You want something that's going to stick to you. Even when a child goes out in the morning, they don't need candy, they eat oatmeal. Something that's going to stick to them, keep them through the day. If you had a candy bar every time you got up, you, you you would have no kind of energy. We can desire the sincere milk of the word, but if we're going to grow, we need some meat. By the word, we can make this happen. By the word, we can have confidence it will happen. So let's take a look at Romans chapter 5. Starting at verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice where you have the peace. And who gave you the peace? We have the peace with God through Jesus. The first fruit of our justification by faith is to have peace. Peace with God and peace with Christ. Pardon and peace go together. When you know you have been forgiven for something, you did that was wrong, you got peace of mind. I'm I'm glad, I'm glad God understands. I mean, even as parents and children, when the children do something, they know they did wrong. When they finally confess, finally admit to the truth, finally quit lying They have peace. I I, I told, told my grandbaby, I said, baby, do what's right. Every time you do wrong, we know about it. It's shown to us. And and and, and coming in and we ask the question, I, I said, honey, I said, when you ask the question, I already know the answer. Don't lie. Well, that applies to us too huh? I, I remember my grandmother she decided one time she wasn't going to church she was going fishing and she she was sitting on the bank and she was fishing and she looked up and to the clouds, and a voice spoke to her. And that voice said, what are you doing here? My grandmother told me, she said, "She said, boy, when God asks you a question, you ain't got no answer. That's true. Amen. She could not come up with an answer why she was there. God sees you on the bank. Yes, God sees you Going where you going when you ain't got no business going. Amen. God sees you when you decide, I'm going to stay here in the bed. I ain't getting up. I ain't going. God saying, girl, I knew you was going to say that yesterday. I'm going to put a spark somewhere to make you get up. And to make you go. Why well, I, I, I ain't tuning in today, but you know what? You cannot escape Father God and Jesus Christ. He sees all, he understands all, he knows all. Verse 2 says, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Because of what we hear and believe in the word, we have access to God. Did y'all know that? We have a way to approach God that we didn't have before. We have a right to enter the throne of God. We have access by faith. By the abundant words of life is how you have. That's why we call it being worthy and highly favored. Verse 3 says, And not only so, there's more, but we glory in tribulations also. What? Knowing that tribulation worketh patience, huh? Are you listening? The reason for studying is for strength. So when the trial comes, we don't just recognize it, but we also can glory in that trial. Amen, amen. Somebody said, Pastor, you done gone off your rocker now. I'm gonna glory in some tribulation. Well, first, let's look at this. Second Corinthians said, for our light affliction, first of all, the affliction you have is light. Uh-uh. It's just light. Just a scratch. Anybody anybody got seriously cut? It hurts. And you gotta get stitches. But when you get you scratch, you don't even, sometimes you don't even know you got scratch. That's I'm bleeding a little bit. Well Saints, what has happened to you is just a light affliction which is but for a moment what what you're going through ain't even long for a moment and then it, it worketh for us a far more exceeding the eternal weight of glory Hebrew says no chastening for the present see to be joyful what you are going to go through, it, when you're going through it, it, I ain't appreciate this at all. In fact, you're grievous, you're upset. Nevertheless, it says, afterwards, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are ex- exercised thereby. So see, because of what you're going through is why you can raise your hand and say, I'm the righteousness of God. Been there, done that. I'm going through it. Hmm. Says it is not the tribulation per se that you glory in, but by the tribulation working in you, you find patience, and the exercise of trials increase the degree of patience in you. Again, it is God's word and God's spirit that assists you with everything. Look at verse four. And patience, experience and experience hope. With the patience of the trial, you have the experience necessary to handle the next one. But I don't want a next one. But there will be a next one, and another one, and another one, and another one. I made it through this, so with my experience, I now have hope. And by the word, by his spirit, with patience, I'll make it through the next one. By the experience of waiting, I have an expectation to be victorious. Verse 5, and hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So by this trial, by the experience in this trial, by the expectation and the victory of these trials, I am not ashamed, but I am more than a conqueror. I am the righteousness of God. I am worthy. I am meek. We should be saying this like we mean it. I am blessed. I am highly favored. We should be ready to tell the world. I am victorious. I am alive. It's time to tell the devil. I am his child, and he is my father. I am in Christ, and Christ is in me. Our time is up, and I thank you for yours. I thought y'all might got loud on that one. (laughs) Can you stand for a minute?